fullback belly. Three tight ends, including Haydner. Kuhn is the fullback with the first and goal. Kuhn gets the ball. Final try to Hey everybody, what is going on? It's the week 13 post-game, post-red zone, pre-Sunday night football tailgate fantasy recap show. This one figures to be lively, folks. We got a couple games. I'm pretty sure they're just about all over, but I'm not sure because I'm not in the same room as the TV. I've been kind of trying to crane my neck around. We had some weird-ass finishes to some overall shitty games today. Uh, Some crazy results. Of course, the Giants led by the fearless just unbelievable arm of Colt McCoy uh, just defeated the Seattle Seahawks and Russell Wilson and uh, Russell Wilson taking a terrible sack on third and 10. Oh. Still kind of pissed off about that. I, of course, am your host, Nat the Truth Jones. With me, as always, the Wolf of Rotor Street himself. It's a fantasy fullback dive brought to you by the good people at the Rotor Street Journal. Wolf, how you doing? You look, that's a, that's what they call in the business. If you look up in the encyclopedia, this, the phrase shit eating grin. <laughs> that, is, that is what you got going on over there. I don't What's, even deserve to have it. I'm like on the cusp of a mental breakdown. <laughs> My team is like two points away from getting knocked out. I don't even know. Justin Herbert, the one guy I have across all leagues that's supposed to save my season, has I think three combined points. I'm ready to lose it, but I'm going to keep smiling a shitty eating grin to pretend <laughs> like I can hold it together, Nat. I think <laughs> I've had like three bottles of red wine too. It's great. We're going to recap in all the right fashion here. Everything you need to know. And a bunch you probably don't need to know, but you're going to probably find out you're anyway. You're going to learn. <laughs> Did I mention that Colt McCoy Tonight, the Giants just had a big win? That's my, second, that's my second Colt McCoy reference of the podcast. Shout out to And Ellen. did you know Colt McCoy looks like the dude from Superbad that like runs over Jonah Hill and then brings them to a party? Look it up and you will be surprised at how much those two look alike. It's ridiculous. All right. That's a great point. All right. We're going to move on and we're going to get started right away. Um, first thing we got, uh, because we got this game coming up, we have CEH, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, uh, illness. I don't know if that's COVID related. He is going to be active for week 13 against the Broncos. So that's kind of a big deal if you're a CEH owner. Uh, but, you know, without further ado, we're going to get into studs and duds. And the first guy that's leading it off, this is probably my stud of the week. 13 catches, 200 yards, two touchdowns for Darren Waller. Do you remember how much the Raiders sucked last week? Like, if you had anybody on the Raiders last week, you were sunk. And this week, I mean, you know, no, let's let's preface this by saying, like, they absolutely should have lost to the 0-11 Jets. Now the 0-12 Jets. (laughs) But, But Darren Waller put up, like, almost 50 fantasy points. What a fucking game. Is this your stud of the week, probably? He, there's no one else that's going to beat him. Let's be real. Like, I mean, it took Derek Carr to sustain him a 381 four touchdown effort. But I mean, the fact that over half of it went to this motherfucker, Darren Waller, insane, insane fucking effort. And this is, lest we forget, a tight end, a tight end that nobody yeah. does anything at the position. If you get seven points from your tight end, you're sprinting around the street celebrating it. And the fact that this guy just got you 30 something points is insane. So cheers to fucking Darren Waller. Derek Carr is a good, you know, worthy nominee. I could never have predicted that. I said bench the dude. I had no interest in him. But Darren Waller, he's he's the stud of the week. I mean, we have some other nominees. Like well, Carr was a nominee, and you know, I mean, his stats were padded by 
a ridiculous. I mean, what were the Jets doing on that final drive? I don't even I want to know. get going. Anyway, he put up a good stat line. Baker Mayfield put up a great stat line in the first half, did not do much in the second half at all. The game actually somehow, at least on paper, ended up being semi-close. God, the Titans are a tough team to to deal with, to bet on. Henry doing nothing. But Baker May- Mayfield, 334 yards, four touchdowns, two of those to Jarvis Landry. Second week in a row, he's had a big game. All this was in the first half. I want to say they had a field goal in the second half, and maybe that's it. He's a nominee. He's not on the level of Darren Waller. Uh, also, as far as nominees go for stud of the week, we had a great Corey Davis game for those. Right on the other side. Yeah. 11 for one, 182 and a touchdown. This guy, we will never get the correct read on, but this was a good Corey Davis game, of course. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Uh, and the I'm only not, other one, which I forgot to put a banner in, but I'm, I'm plugging it in now. I owe it to this motherfucker because I've shit yeah, on we have, We've shit on this guy we've all the time. On this guy. David Montgomery. Never play Let's him. He's identify. an asshole, and still, he put up 72 yards, two scores, another 39 yards to the air with four receptions, the number one scoring running back of the week, David Montgomery. I mean, it was a case of the matchups with Detroit, but look, he's put up over 25 points in back-to-back weeks. The guy is – he got the matchups, he's got the volume. Even if he's not that good, he's good enough to take advantage of these things as we've seen. So the fact that he has three green matchups for the rest of the year – I think David Montgomery is actually going to be a nice piece of a lot of title runs, which is crazy to think because this guy is somebody now, as we just said, before we even introduced him, we've been shitting on him, calling him the Krispy Kremes of fantasy football. A week and a a half ago, somebody asked me, you know, asked us in the mailbag, hey, do you think Montgomery could have a good game? This is not even this week or last week. And I just remember so dismissively, I just go, no. (laughs) <laughs> and then he lit it up like Asshole. 10 minutes later. And now like, here we go. So anyway, uh, those are our studs of the week led by Darren Waller. Let's get in into duds of the week. We shall by... get into those duds and Wolfpack as we oh, get right. into these duds, just as, as always, we like has Nat showing you here. We'd love the thumbs up. It helps us get out to more people. It helps us get uh, found by more so we can get more questions answered Wolfpack. So if you don't mind giving a thumbs up, YouTube, Periscope, Facebook, wherever you're at, the thumbs button helps us find more people. And thank you for helping us find more people, even if I don't deserve that right now because I am an absolute mess. No, but that, no. no let's, you're good. Let's, let's get talk into about ducks. the fallers and the right. Derek Henry, a guy that's very near and dear to my heart, 60 yards and a fumble. Uh, I think he had 15 yards in the first half and a fumble. He continued with the trend of having a better second half than a first half. But, man, they just looked rough in the second half. The Titans, Henry did not really ever get it done. They were playing from so far behind for so much of the game that he just did not get the carries. So that's why Henry is on the dud list. Moving forward. Moving forward a little bit after uh, the Henry deal, let's talk Justin Herbert, who you've been complaining about for, God, I don't know, like ever since we've gotten on the air. 209 yards, Herbert, two picks, uh, 4.36 fantasy points. Uh, and you've got next to him hashtag at fucking loser. Oh yes, sorry we uh, <laughs> we lost our connection for a little bit. Oh but sorry. Just to make sure that the uh, the banner matches the conversation here. Justin Herbert's a big fucking asshole. I have two win and get ins, and my quarterback in both is Justin Herbert. And guess what? I'm probably not going to win a single fucking one of them because this asshole couldn't even get ten points. Never mind five. Two. He's at two point fucking five six. I hate this guy. I don't know if he scored anything else. He probably didn't. I'm, I just keep looking back. Fucking ass right. motherfucking hole. Oh. Right. <laughs> Awful stuff. But we got a goose egg club. Right, goose egg club. We referenced this last week. Kyle Rudolph, zero. I think he was your Hail Mary, maybe. 
Is that right? Loved him for my Hail Mary. No, no Herb Smith. He's had career highs and uh or season highs and targets and yards and catches and snaps. And this week he's had season highs and lows. Uh fucking nothing. Literally didn't show up today. So that and, was and nice. Neither did Jimmy Graham. And Jimmy, Graham. Jimmy Graham too. Also nothing. Even though, even though the Bears put up a, you know, what, 30 points, 34 points, something like that. Didn't even see Jimmy Graham. And we did not hear from Brashad Perriman, my other Hail Mary for the week. I told receiver. you. I called He's been a uh, championship fixture the last couple of years. 22 yards. Nice one catch. Uh, thank you, Brashad. That was very useful. On a day where the Jets actually put up a lot of points. Uh, thank you, Brashad. Very, very useful stuff. A nice 22 yards on one target. Awesome stuff. Let's get into the risers, Nat. Uh, we definitely have a few of them. All right, Jarvis Landry, second great game in a row. Uh, is this going to be a turning point? I have no idea. He seems to be dialed in as Mayfield's number one guy, eight for 62, and more importantly, two touchdowns. It's a great fantasy game. You get something like that out of Landry, uh, game after game, you feel like you're winning. You know, exactly. O- OBJ never put up numbers like this. <laughs> they really did. Not with the Browns, at least. No, and that's what they I'm have about. the easiest schedule. Like, I mean, bottom three among receivers in terms of top easiest. The next three matchups are jokes. It feels like he's finally turned a corner with his health. He's good to go. He's making all the catches and he's wonderful. Another riser, I totally agree with one of the one you added here, is Jonathan Taylor. It was still annoying to see the fact that Jordan Wilkins actually still touched the field. Like, all, all that Jonathan Taylor did every time he touched the ball was r- fucking run all over the other team. And they kept putting Jordan Wilkins in. No idea why. I don't understand it. But still, uh, Jonathan Taylor, every time he was out there, he's got such an easy schedule moving forward. I love him for sure. And you love this guy, right? Justin Jefferson? Yeah, Jefferson had nine for a buck 21 and a touchdown. And he actually had a long one called back in overtime. They called offensive pass interference on him. Uh, I didn't get to see the replay. I don't know if it was bullshit or not. But the point is, he's being targeted early and often. He's got great hands. He can pull him in. Keep in mind, he's playing with Adam Thielen, too, who also had a really good game and I think might be leading the NFL in touchdowns still. So, uh, yeah, I love Jefferson. How can you not? He really, there's no argument against him. Adam Thielen, as you said, leading the league in receiving touchdowns, which is amazing. T.Y. Hilton, though, two weeks back to back. The motherfucker that we just had dropped. The corpse of T.Y. Hilton. (laughs) It just runs itself circle. But you know what helps it run circle is the fact that he's facing Houston. His historic numbers against Houston. He just goes nuts against him. We talked about it on the Wednesday preview. Like, hey, go against this guy. Put in Hilton if you really need a dart throw. And my God, did he deliver this week. 110 yards, eight catches on 11 targets, a touchdown. A monster effort. An absolute monster effort from him. And then we talked about David Montgomery just being a beast as well. So that's all your risers for the week that we have at least written down. I want to point out. I want to point out another riser that. Didn't oh yeah, yes, please, please, please. I think it's worth noting that uh, Kiki Cutie. Uh, he had eight catches for a buck forty-one. I know the Texans suck, but we did spend a little bit of time on the last pod talking about can anybody get the targets, get the yards uh, with Will Fuller being out. The guy had a very respectable game, so I, I feel like it's worth at least mentioning him. I, in turn, oh yeah, I, I absolutely think he deserves to be on the risers. I put him on the waiver wire list, and why, why okay. don't we just transition to those guys? As you just said, somebody had to inherit the volume from Will Fuller. Nobody expected it to be this obvious that Kiki Cutie would step right in. But Coulter, the guy we talked about on the podcast, wasn't even active. So see you later, fucking loser, Coulter. Adios. Uh, Kiki Cutie just dominated as if this was his rookie season where he set records for the first game in, 11 catches, playoff game, first playoff game, 11 catches. The guy has this report, and clearly the first game where he's back and active. Eight catches, 141. 
unbelievable effort from him in terms of the uh, waiver wire. I also loved Ty Johnson. I mean, it took Frank Gore, the uninjurable monster, to get hurt his first time in like 37 years in the NFL. But 22 carries for 104 yards and a score from Ty Johnson. And they, as we, we've been hyping up Gore because it's an easy playoff schedule. Well, if Gore is knocked out and Ty Johnson's about to see 22 carries a week, he's only 1% owned at this point. Like Ty Johnson could actually be something down your stretch run. I'm so pissed. I picked up Gore. I was so happy. I, I played him. I was like, you know, he's got a great matchup. He's going to, you know, he's going to get 15 carries and like <laughs> the first carry of the game concussion. This is a guy whose skull in the past I've assumed was like as thick as, I don't know. Titanium. Yeah. I mean, just, he Good never gets hurt. Frank Gore concussion. What are you talking about? That doesn't so exist. Anyway, yeah. And so the guy that replaced him, of course, before. <laughs> and so I'm screwed and, I am going to make the playoffs, but it looks like I will not get a bye, which is, means I'm playing for my season next week. Oh, yeah. Phillip Rivers, 27 to 35 for 285 and two touchdowns, and the Colts 26 to 20, week 13 win over the Texans. Man, the Colts never win pretty, do they? No, they, they win. never do. They win, and, though. And that makes, that makes, that's why Rivers is actually a decent pickup because they can that's never why he was good for the Chargers, too. It's honestly, it's very similar when he played for the Chargers. They would, they would just be in these games. Oh, they're down 14 to three. All right. Oh, 21 to six. Yes, exactly. Rivers is going to have to start slinging it. He'll never blow someone out. He'll get a lead and then they'll go down by two scores and he'll have to play catch up and he'll do it. He, he can make up garbage time stats as well as anybody. And he, Just put up this exact stat line again. I think we've just there. We are. We're back now. Uh, yeah, this type of stats against a uh, a team he's going to see another two weeks. Absolutely worthwhile uh, starting. And the last possible waiver wire pickup we put on here. And let us know, Wolfpack, if you think anybody's missing from this list. But Rashad Higgins. I mean, the way that Baker Mayfield just cooks. I guess Baker Mayfield deserves to be on the list as well. Uh, do we even have him like on here in terms of like stud of the week, dud of the week? He went crazy. Baker yeah, Mayfield. Baker Baker was in our stud of the week list. Yeah, three thirty four four. Which under normal four. circumstances you would remember easily because we've yes, already talked I, about him. Uh, but the fact that I've drank a whole bottle of red <laughs> wine on air means I probably have it. You, you want to hear something nuts? I'm gonna lose, and the guy I'm playing against had Baker on the bench, and he has Lamar Jackson at quarterback who is out. So Lamar's he's not playing. It has a big O next to his name on ESPN. Oh, wait, did he get ruled out? I don't, I'm, I'm just telling you he's got an O next to his name on ESPN. But what I I'm saying to you, guy. what I'm saying to you is that this guy traded 38 points for zero and I'm still going to lose. Uh-huh. That's what I'm and you're still going to get your ass beat. Yes, probably. Probably. You pathetic so. loser. Yeah, I'm, oh. I'm a loser. It's true. All right. Can we get it? You want to get into fallers? We can get into falls, but I just wanted to say for waiver wire, Rashad Higgins, 106 catches, 95 yards, and a score. He just remains Baker's boy. So it's just somebody to keep in mind. I'm just trying to find where I put fallers on here. Uh, we got Duke Johnson as an early faller. So let us go to our fallers. Does that say fallers? I, I don't think that. it's. He, I don't know. He caught six of six targets for 24. I mean, I don't know. He's, he sucks, but still six of six targets is something. Hey, um, it's something, but David I'm Johnson. Seeing, I'm seeing, by the way, in the comments, someone says Lamar is expected to play. So hopefully uh, that O that's on ESPN is premature. Thanks, guys. I was only going by what it said on the site. Uh, I am assume you guys are probably more informed than I am right now. So Perfect. I appreciate it. Yeah. 
We got to right, take talk about ballers. Yards, nothing. Uh, you know, Alvin Kamara, your stud returned. He delivered what you needed. So that makes Latavius Murray. Yeah, he might run for 129 versus K.E. Hinton on the Broncos side of the ball because they're starting a receiver who hasn't thrown a ball in three years. They just don't want to risk anything happens to him, Alvin Kamara. So we saw him return. There wasn't too many followers, honestly. There wasn't anybody no. that was like, this guy's season-long value just took a huge hit. But I think Latavius Murray, if you thought that like the Taysom Hill experience meant that Latavius Murray was also going to go off, I think you were dead wrong. Uh, and then the last one on there, you had Hayden Hurst. I thought I made yeah, it. But I mean, so Hayden Hurst, I don't even think deserves to be on here. He had one catch for nine yards, but I mean, I don't even think he deserves the airtime. I did have Titans defense on there. <laughs> yeah. They scored like negative six points. Uh, but anyway, that's all I got. There weren't any huge fallers. A lot of people produced like average to above average numbers. So exactly. there, were not, there were not a ton of fallers, which I guess is nice. We like offense and fantasy. So and we usually do an injury segment too, but like Frank Gore concussion was one of them. Brandon Allen chest was the other one. And it's like, are we, I see your notes. Stop the presses. Like <laughs> Big game. Ryan Finley's Ryan back. Finley? Big game. Ryan Finley. The Ryan Finley experiment is back on folks. So buckle up. You better buckle the fuck up, folks, for the <laughs> Ryan Finley experiment. But, yeah, that it wasn't – in terms of, like, t- big takeaways or things like that, there wasn't that many lessons to learn here. So why don't we just get on to so, our mail? No, hold on. Before we go back, let me just read off, like, my six notes or whatever at the bottom of the screen oh, that the I wrote through. Yeah, we got to make a banner for you. So, yeah. No, it, it's okay. So, anyway, this is just my stream of conscious stuff. So, first thing, I had I, – I got a massage today. What From who? A uh, massage place. Well, yeah, it was it was it was gifted to me. So I got it. I haven't had one in like five years. So I came home. I missed the first half of the one o'clock games and I came home and I was super was it loose. It? it was awesome. But my kids managed to drive the relaxation out of me that in the football within like 25 minutes. So it's probably, <laughs> yeah, it's probably yeah. not like a good long term investment, but it was nice. Yeah, don't do uh, them on Sundays. You got to get like a Saturday uh, where you can fully let it set in. <laughs> good call. Good call. I'll try that next time. Next note I have, I just have written the Jets are an absolute walking joke. Yeah. I wrote that after that Hail Mary. Uh, no that was just yeah, exactly. There's no argument on this end. They're a joke. The next thing I wrote, does Devontae Adams just catch every ball they throw at him? Did you see some of the catches this guy had? The t- the like, first touchdown was like just yeah go get it he was and then they he got tackled at the one the play before that they threw it to him and then they're just like all right we'll throw it to him again and he caught it and did you all right the next thing I have DK Metcalf just absolutely stiff armed the fuck out of some guy in the Giants did you see him stiff arm that guy I missed that play no I uh, look, look it up some, I mean he knocked the living shit out of some guy that was trying to tackle <laughs> him. I mean just put him on his fucking ass. Um, next thing I have, and I feel bad saying this on the air, but I did type it. So I'll say it. I just have written Mason Crosby should be shot. Oh, you're going to hire a hitman to go get Mason no, Crosby. I'm not. I'm not. And again, I feel bad bringing actual violence into fantasy sports, but I'm so <laughs> sick of that motherfucker missing extra points. God, it's killing you me. Bastard. Extra points are minus three in my league. And so that really hurts. Uh, and the last thing I have Patriots leading the Chargers 35 to nothing early in the third quarter. Like, and Anthony Lynn, he sticks to nothing. <laughs> and I don't know. I haven't watched a while. Anthony Lynn is such garbage piece of absolute shit. All right. Those are my notes. But we'll back. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. We're into the weekend playoffs. Hold on. Week. Terrell too nice. Real quick. Dobbins or Elliot. Dobbins or Elliot? Fuck. That's tough. I mean, I'm going to go Dobbins. I think right. You're almost off the air, but they pulled you back in. Right. I'm going Dobbins. And right. we're off the air. <laughs> all right. Screw you guys. I love you all so much. You're the best. Wolfpack, if we've helped you get in the playoffs, 
then please join us tomorrow night. We'll talk about testimonials, all that good stuff. Thumbs up always helps us. But we only ask for the testimonials once we hit the playoffs. So if we've helped you get there tomorrow, next week, please help us out. We'll talk then. You guys are the best, Wolfpack. Thank you so much. It's been an awesome year. And hopefully we'll see you tomorrow and we're all in the playoffs. Otherwise, I might just go cry myself in the bathtub the rest of the night. I don't know. We'll find out. How Matt, it's so good to see you. Goodbye, Wolfpack. <laughs> see you guys later. We used to have it all, but now's our curtain call. So hold for the applause. Oh, 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 oh. And wave out to the crowd and take our final bow. Oh, it's our time to go, but at least we stole the show. 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 Second effort, third effort, touchdown! Oh. That's pretty awesome. That's old-fashioned football right there, folks.